in a Gemini podcast. This is your Libra, Tracy. Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Devin, what's been going on with you? Um, A lot, actually. So, you know, I'm still in the purge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I did find out that YouTube... Wait, which purge? Um, Social media purge. No, oh, okay. You know, the movie The Purge is all about but you know like i mentioned that you know the definition is um something about getting rid or you know removing unwanted yes something along those lines so yeah technically but i found out youtube is um considered a social media platform so little did i know me not being on the other platforms, I was still on YouTube. So I can't get rid of that. <laughs> I do apologize, but that's my business. Um, <laughs> but in other news, yesterday, actually, in honor of Foster Care Awareness Month, um, the association that I'm with, Jerry's Place Family Services and um, Youth with a Purpose, they held this event. It's called. It was called Unity for Youth, um, and it was in Palmdale, California. So I volunteered, um, helped set up, um, helped the vendors get signed in. Um, I was at the registration table. So, you know, I got to meet a lot of the kids and a lot of the families. Um, There was a big raffle um, with a lot of different prizes. Um, But the vendors, there was so many vendors there. There was um, the Three Heart Connection, which is for um, domestic violence victims and survivors. Um, they gave away vans. There was like a van station there. Um, there was a wellness um, station, you know, giving away different yoga mats and teaching different, you know, workout routines there. Chick-fil-A donated. Um, there was a grocery <laughs> giveaway. It was a lot of stuff that happened. So it was really <laughs> eye opening to see the need that's, you know, out here in it was really cool to be a part of it. So That's that was good. my week. Uh, Marcy, how was your week? My week was good, actually. Uh, my burn, my born, my burn, my born day is next week. So hey. this past week, I have been making plans for what I'm going to do for this coming weekend, which will go into my birthday. So okay. um, I'm thinking, I, I'm actually on the fence. At first, I thought I was going to go camping on the beach, which I still might do. And or I might go to Catalina. So I might do both. I might just do like a day at Catalina because I'm off for five days. So I'm thinking I might do a day at Catalina and then go beach camping. Um, but my week was great because it was spent planning that. And okay. then I'm doing a crystal show. I'm doing the salt cave. So 
Yeah, I'm in an 11 year this year, y'all. So I'm ex- I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so good. excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So manifesting of everything. Yes, Devin. The 11th year. Can you explain that to um, I can. and our listeners? <laughs> I sure can. So in numerology, which I think I'm going to get into next week, your personal numbers and things that relate to you. So I don't mind telling my age. I'm, I'm going to be 47 on Monday. Okay. So four plus seven is 11. Oh, okay. So oh, it, wow. Yeah. Okay. So number one, the number one vibrates to manifesting. So when you have two numbers of the same, you don't reduce them. So how we just did four plus seven is 11. You don't reduce a double number, 11, 22, 33, 44, 55, 66, 77, 88, 99. You don't reduce those. Those are, no, those are known as master numbers. So master numbers, whatever that one number. So in this case, the number one vibrates to manifesting. When you have two of them, it's times two. So this next trip around the sun for me is going to, I'm going to be a manifesting machine. So y'all going to see more of me as far as my businesses. Y'all, y'all just going to see me at festivals doing my wellness stuff. Y'all going to see me. Y'all going to see me. So come out and say, hey. Aww. So that's how my week went. Well, <laughs> they're going to see me too because um, it's my 11th year also. Okay. I'll be 38. Yeah. Yes. So. See? So yeah, and, and you already know what you're about to manifest. It's there on is. its way. Okay. <laughs> so how exciting. What about you, Trace? How was your week this last week? My week was good. Um, I watched a few movies. Um, one of the movies that I watched was uh, 1984. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry. It wasn't a movie Wonder I Woman? watched. I, I, no. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. It wasn't a movie I watched. It was an uh, audio book. Um, and I listened to the audiobook is like 10 hours and something long. It's called 1984 by George Orwell. A very interesting, very, very interesting. I <laughs> I listened to the dramas, dramatization. How do you say it? Drama? Dramatization. Dramas. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I listened to that one. And <laughs> that. It, <laughs> 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 I listened to that one and it was, it just made you get into it, but it's an interesting mm-hmm. book. If you guys want to listen to it, it kind of lets you know what, where things could go if we do not continue to give love and, and focus on love instead of hating everything, everybody or whatever, focus on love. Keep that love okay. vibration going. So I remember reading that book, I want to say in like fifth or sixth grade, it was like required reading. Mm-hmm. And it basically tells you of a time that it's, it's very futuristic. Mm-hmm. And in 1984, you think, wow, that's like, that's like 30 years away, but we're mm-hmm. now in those 30 years away. So mm-hmm. it's like, and it's crazy how the stuff that's in that book mm-hmm. is actually happening right now. Yep. I mean, it's so, not yeah. to that, it's not to, not that, to extent, that extent, but yeah. it, it's going yeah. in that direction. And that's why I say we have to continue to love and, and just send out love and all that kind of stuff, because it's just, this world is going through so much. It's going through a transformation. It's going through an evolution. Um, and it's like, we are part of that. And we need to really understand who we are and understand that we are one and we are not like different from one another. Yes, we have different things that we do. Our hair may be different. Our skin tone may be different, but ultimately we all come from the same source. So just give love to everybody. Like stop spewing that hate 
and just just keep giving love and be nice to people, be kind to people. You know what I mean? So that's, I'm sorry, that's all I had. <laughs> No, that's... Me and Devin like, so all right, so I guess we're gonna that. jump we're gonna right get in... into it. Oh, okay, we're gonna get into the show now. The show now. The show now. And now, the love vibration. So, Tracy, we got a show question and it's directed to you. And it said, I've been in a relationship with this man for a little over three years. He has a child by someone before me, and I, too, have a child with someone before him. This past Mother's Day, he gave me a card with some flowers. However, he gave his child's mother a Prada bag and sunglasses. My question, am I wrong for breaking up with him because of that? Oh, my God. Um, Whoa. You've been together three years. I'm not sure if you guys are living together or not, but the fact remains you've been together three years. And if he's giving her a gift like that, I know that's his his child's mother, but they're not together anymore. And he should be giving her a card, letting her know, hey, happy Mother's Day. Thank you for taking care of my child, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Or he could give her flowers too, if 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 you're if you have a relationship like that. But for him to just give you flowers and a card, but her something more expensive like that, I'm thinking like he doesn't feel that you deserve or is worth that. I well, just, let me play devil's advocate with that. Let me play devil's okay. advocate. And I actually agree with you, but I just want to get your thought on this part. Okay. Um, she gave birth to my children and they're with her primarily. Does it still deserve a Prada bag and sunglasses? Not if he's with somebody else and he's not, he's not equally giving the same amount, you know, gift The the gifts are not equal. Now, had mm-hmm. he gave her the same type of gift, it, it might not have been a problem. He's just generous like that, but he's, get, he's actually giving her something that's way more expensive. Mm-hmm. A card and flowers is not the same as a Prada bag and sunglasses. I'm sure that sunglasses were Prada too. Mm-hmm. So, that that's a lot of money right there. <laughs> so I, to me, I don't think that you're wrong for breaking up because you're looking at it as, and I hate to say it like this because it's like a relationship shouldn't be based on monetary, like, you know, things that you get monetarily or whatever, the amount of it. However, you guys have been together three years though. So is there something going on with them now that you don't know about that he's giving her this stuff? You know what I mean? That's kind of disrespectful to you in a sense. I can't stand these baby mamas. I'm sorry. Some of them be, I'm sorry. I am so sorry because some of them be so out of pocket because, and you didn't ask me, but I'm just going to give you my take on it because I was one of three baby mamas. Uh, right. I was the first and I had two after me. Now the second one, that's my girl, Amanda, shout out, love you. She's my friend. That third one, and she, I'm not even going to say her name. She knows who she is. Messy boots. Okay. Constantly trying to cause confusion because she has the only boy and you know, whatever. And it was mm-hmm. like, okay, 
but he's married to the second one. So you need to show her respect. And it wasn't that at all. And anytime that he would go down and try to like do something for their child, she was always throwing it at him. If you get what I'm saying, that's mm-hmm. disrespectful that because disrespectful. I, I, I do understand having a child with someone, there's that bond there. Sometimes it's an accident and there isn't that bond, but sometimes you guys were together for a year or so or less and you created a bond and now you made a child out of it. And then for whatever mm-hmm. reason, it didn't make make work out, excuse me, mm-hmm. but it didn't work out, sis. So it's like, let him move on and you move on. Now, I don't expect her to give him the person sunglasses back, but I'll tell you a situation with me. I recently was dealing with somebody who has a a child's mother and I asked him straight up, like, did you call and tell her happy mother's day? Because I'm very secure. So I don't have an issue with that. And he got upset. Oh, it's not even that kind of relationship. Why would you ask me that? And I'm like, well, she's, caring for your children primarily. So I would think you would want to tell her, Hey, I see you. Thank you so much for doing what you do. My child's very well mannered. They're well taken care of. Yes. He pays his child support and she does what she needs to do with that child support. So Mm -hmm. to me, it was just the right thing to do to say, thank you. He didn't see it that way. This situation I feel is excessive. Um, Mm -hmm. there's a way to say thank you and I appreciate you without spending a thousand dollars on a mother's day gift and going to the guy off the freeway exit and getting me my flowers. So, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like there's a way to show appreciation, especially if we're together and I get, and the reason why I posed you the question, but he has her child is because I was posed that question like, Oh, is it okay? Because he has a child with somebody. I, I do understand that bond. Like you, I get that too. I don't have your child. We're just together. I don't have your child. She cares for the child, but I still don't think that that warrants that kind of a gift. I just don't think that. What do you think, Devin? Yeah. What do you think? I think that I would be more concerned, like Tracy was saying, about their relationship. Because, you know, from what I I recall, wasn't it like a, um, that kind of teddy bear thing? And I know those last for like a year, right? Those particular mm-hmm. rose rose things mm-hmm. that he gave. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the monetary value would make me think that there was some type of relationship that's still there. And mm-hmm. even like you said, there's always going to be a connection because you did, you know, have birth, you birthed a child. You know what I mean? Right. But emotionally you are still attached in some type of way where you felt like you had to gift her that particular gift after being in a relationship for three years. So Mm -hmm. me or that person realizing that and is like, okay, although we don't want to rely or, or, you know, be in a relationship where you think, oh, you have to get me this or buy me this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, But just the fact that, you thought it would be acceptable to get me this and get her that. Mm-hmm. Or even if I, I think it would be an issue if they got the same exact thing. Why are you getting her? Why are you getting me that bag? You got her. What you, you know what I mean? You should have mm-hmm. me the one with the embroidery. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think there's like, um, a point where you do just have to say, you know what? I'm breaking up. That's it. Ooh, like, you I don't would say deal, break deal up. Deal with that. Yeah, because 
you accept that, then next year, what are you going to accept? Exactly. Uh, $25 card to El Pollo Loco. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Done. What are you going to accept? <laughs> but what about a conversation? What about, you, okay, so I'm not comfortable with that. Like, let's talk about this before you just be like, we're But done. you know what's going to happen if you have a conversation like that with a man like that? Most men are going to be like, oh, so you're showing your jealousy? You jealous now? Because I got her this. It's like they, for some reason, it's like it's okay for them to do stuff like that. You, and it's not okay. Hit it right on the nose, Trace. You give you you give someone the opportunity to tell you another lie. And if you're already gullible or you feel some type of way for that person, you're going to be like, oh, OK, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's OK. But it's- I, and then I, don't, I don't understand the Libras today, y'all, because <laughs> we, <laughs> I don't understand the Libras. Where my Gemini's at? I don't. I don't. Where my Gemini's at? Because I'm not a jealous person. So it's, me, no, it's asking, not that. It's it's, it's not him calling me that. It's him. Just, that's the yeah. excuse. Trust me, I get it. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> um, but that is never the case. It's never the case. It's literally like we're adults. Let's have a grown-up conversation about this. I am completely secure with who I am. I live with you. We together. This is what we do. Mm -hmm. However, what you did was inappropriate. And before I kick your ass out the door, let's talk about it. Because maybe you didn't see it that way. Maybe you saw it this way. And I want to give you the benefit of that. That's what Marcy would do. I hear what you're saying, Marcy, but think about it. They've been together three years. So what happened the other two years with this person that he's with and not the other baby mama? Like what, like during birthdays or whatever, like what happened between there? So all of a sudden this third year, he's giving her something extravagant. That looks, that looks very shady. Suspicious. Trifling. Because I'm sure this person would have said, the last few years he did this and it, but she <laughs> Devin said suspicious. Trifling. <laughs> like he really meant that. Like, not feeling you, Mars. That's suspicious and trifling. Period. <laughs> but then on the flip side of that, the other woman that got the expensive gifts, if I was her and I, I would be like, you know what? I do not think it's right you giving me these gifts. And you with somebody. This is a little bit too much. I don't want to say that either. (laughs) I I got your kid. Like I'm taking care of I know I get that. I totally get that. I get that. But it's like if think about it, Mars. If you found out that your 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 child's your child's father, they gave you this, this, right? Like the Prada bag and the Prada sunglasses. But they only gave the woman that they've been with for three years flowers and a card. Like, come on. Like, he, there, there's got to be a different feeling towards that other person, like towards the, the, the mom, the babe's mom, the child's I, mom. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I, I do. I swear I do. I guess I'm coming from an I am a baby mama. You know and what I'm I saying? And I think that's and, what it is. And I'm not a child. I, I don't have any and, children. So, yeah. And, Nor do I, if y'all are wondering. And I was <laughs> in that situation, not necessarily with the gifts, because he 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 just wasn't that dude. But with the mm-hmm. time, the time spent. Mm-hmm. My child mm-hmm. didn't get any time. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other two 
but baby mothers did. So mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. And, and you would think that I would be upset. I am upset still. And this was years ago, but I'm coming from it from his point of view. You have mm-hmm. to be able to see it from his point of view. He's looking at it like in this situation you're talking about. She has my child. So the oh, I'm with you. I, I see you every day. I do for you every day. I cook for you. I clean. I, mm-hmm. I go and you get my check every day. She's the mother of my only child. So I'm just showing her a, a form of appreciation. Now they could be still doing something behind closed doors. I don't know. It doesn't look suspect that he's giving a more expensive gift than he's giving to me. Yeah, but that's the mother of his only child. So he's trying to show appreciation in that way in that way mm-hmm. i um i don't necessarily agree with the difference in in the monetary value but i do understand because that's his mother of his child you know like uh, the person that i was dealing with i didn't have a child with him but he had a child with two other women i didn't even get a happy mother's day <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but it why you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get a happy Mother's Day because. But then I thought about it because at first I was annoyed, and then I started thinking like, okay, but you got to think about the person you're talking about. This person has very linear thinking. So he's thinking, you're not the mother of my children. I'm not going to give you a happy Mother's Day. So when I looked at it like that, I was like, now, is that right or wrong? I don't know, but I understand. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's just my take on it. I'm just, I, and, and maybe that's why I'm, I get used the way I do, too, because my mind is... <laughs> I think I touched on this a couple episodes ago like people just do me wrong because I'm so like I'm so open I'm just very really open but no I, I but I totally get what you're saying it's just that I like I said something something's going on and the main the main question is is the person wrong for breaking up with the with this person And it can be a yes or no answer. But for me, I don't think the person's wrong because they probably don't feel like this person is for them if they're going to. She probably felt disrespected. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Like I said, there was two years before that we don't know what happened. Yes. I have one more question. Would you if, if you were the girlfriend, would you break up? I would probably before I did that, I would probably ask him the question like you know okay i understand that's your baby's mama but what's you know what's going on with that why what made you give her an expensive gift but you didn't do that for me or something like that but you know me i, I cut it off that's what i was looking for because i already <laughs> i will cut on. stuff off real quick like i do i cut stuff off real quick because i don't i'm not like that with you and so you being like that with me mm-mm. But see, the thing about it is that's just, that's a, it's a, it's a gift. It's like, but we've been together so long. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, are we going towards the marriage thing or not? That's another question that we don't know. So, but me, I. 
No. <laughs> Devin, if it was your sister and she was the girlfriend, what would you tell her? Um, so it would be more of her decision. I want her to have like solid rules for herself. Mm -hmm. So if any of those rules get broken, no matter what time you put in, you automatically, that's a no-go, a red flag. Because mm -hmm. I don't want her to be in a relationship where it's a continuance thing and that starts to chip at your heart. You know what I mean? You don't mm -hmm. want to allow something that you already know that is not something you stand for, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you know what else? What if the guy is testing the girlfriend to see how she would react to that situation? Okay, so because now see that, that would be cut for me because now you're playing games. Mm -hmm. So you, but you never know. There's men out there that act like little boys <laughs> and they would do some stupid stuff like that. So and, um, listeners, it's not the 26% of the men that listen to this show. I said not all about. men. I said not all. <laughs> Devin has stats, okay? It's like 26%. Okay? We appreciate you. We appreciate all you male listeners. <laughs> tell a friend, tell a friend. Okay? Okay. Yes. But okay, so to end this out, I'm going to ask everybody. For me, I don't think it was wrong that she let it go. Devin? No, it was not. Smart move, girl. Mars? I feel like, yeah, I don't think I would have just let it go. I would have had a okay. conversation. So there you go, listener. There's mm -hmm. your, your answer. The so. Libras. Mm -hmm. I told you how this was going to go from day one. The Libras <laughs> against the Gemini. No, it's not. It's just like <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I appreciate the question, and that's the end of my segment, and I bid you all love and light. Hey, 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 this is Devin with the pause. Um, this week, I'm going to talk about the girl and guy codes. The pause, 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 pause. So, okay. you know, girl and guy codes, there is like this unwritten and often unspoken set of rules or ethics that exist between, you know, guys and girls and his and her best friends or whatnot. Um, simply stated, girl codes are pretty much the commandments that outline the do's and don'ts in a good friendship. So with all that being said, do you guys follow these unwritten rules? I would say yes, 100%. You do? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. What about you, Tracy? Yeah, I think so. Tracy, what's one um, rule, unwritten rule that you know of? Um, unwritten? Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. I don't know. Um, go to the next. I don't know. Okay. I, don't know. I can't think of something right now. You don't deal with somebody's man that they once dealt with. Ooh. That's a good one. Okay. That's one. Um, I saw a few, and there was one. I guess you know what... what Piggyback, let me just go back a little further. What um, confused me a little is that the guy codes are kind of like the ones that I saw online are not like the ones that the girls kind of follow. But in reality, we all typically follow these rules because um, some of the ones for the guys were like um, there's a uneral code. So when you go to the bathroom, oh, what? The bathroom, oh, oh, OK, okay. Like you keep your eyes straight like these. <laughs> 
You don't be like. <laughs> How big is yours? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Um, and if you follow these rules, right? Are these unwritten rules? Do you expect your friends to follow them? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the reason why I brought this topic up, so I don't know if you guys watch, and I did tell you guys I wouldn't talk about like entertainment, but this was just kind of like, I can't believe this happened. So um, on Atlanta Housewives, um, mm-hmm. it's a show that comes on Bravo, um, Portia, she got engaged to um, her friend Fallon's, I guess, ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Um so what happened, so the people who don't watch the show, Portia, she is um, a, a star on the show. And Bravo, typically, they bring, you know, friends onto the show. So Portia invited a friend to the show, and they filmed together twice. Like, they went to, like, a, I think Fallon had hosted a pool party, and, you know, Portia was there, her sister and everybody, and um, also Fallon's husband was there. Um, and he, w- I thought it was kind of creepy that he was just like chilling there and it's just the girls instead of going in the house. Um, and then she had a Halloween party. So I think from January to now, so it wasn't really a lot of months, what, five months? Mm-hmm. Fallon and her husband fall out, but Portia and Simon, which is Fallon's husband's name, they end up getting together. Um, so it made me think about these damn unwritten rules and how we expect, cause I agree. I expect my friends to follow these set of rules, um, in her situation. Like, did you guys hear about it or what did you guys think about this? Situation? Yeah, I heard about it and I even heard that the <laughs> sister might be, she might be pregnant by the brother right now too. Yeah. That's messy. And yeah. now Portia's talking about, well, she's not really my friend. Right, mm, but she was on the show, so with the caption know. of your friend, and I can I, I can get TV wanting to like connect certain people, but mm-hmm. just a little more history. So, um, Portia's baby father, Dennis, um, and Simon, they kind of run in the same industry. Dennis owns a um, like a hot dog business out in Atlanta, like restaurant. And Simon owns some other fast food restaurants as well. So they kind of all know each other already. Um, So it just made me think like, damn, like, you know, people are really shady and you have to tell people what your expectations are as friends. So then you can try to avoid these particular situations. So Mm -hmm. I thought of some situations and I want to know if you experienced this or if you've done this um, to anyone. So. First one, um, have you ever told your friend that their man um, was cheating or their girlfriend was cheating on them? Um, I want to say told you? N- no to both for me, but no to someone telling me and no to me telling someone because I've never known anyone that was cheating on a friend of mine. Okay. What about you, Tracy? Somebody did tell me that they were, they saw my ex-boyfriend. I think I told this story before. They saw my ex-boyfriend or they heard him in a movie theater laughing and then they saw Mm. him and he was with another girl come to find out he was cheating on with that person. So yeah, somebody did. And that same girl 
she did that to me. There's a guy that I was dating one day, like, you know, this is after, after that she was married, but she was messing around with this guy that I used to date. And when I found out that friendship was done because I already know that I cannot trust you because why would you do that? Now I'm not, I'm not going to tell my friends. I expect you to be like this and be like that. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to like, see how it goes. And if you do that, then we're done because that I, I, I wouldn't do that to you. I never disrespected her in front of her husband or anything like that. And let me tell you a story real quick. We were going somewhere and it was me and her and I had one over her house and I was, I was dressed a certain way where, you know, this, the chest part uh-huh. was kind of showing. And I was like, I told her, I asked her, I go, is this too much? Because you know, your husband and stuff. She was like, yeah, she actually told me. Yeah. So I covered myself up until we left and did, you know, and went on our way. Cause we were going to Vegas. That was re- I respected, I was respecting her and how she may feel if I'm dressed like that. Cause I don't want her husband looking at me like that either. But yet you did me dirty though. You went behind my back and dated and you're still married while you did that. But she got caught. But anyway, oh, that's okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to share that story. So yes. No, that's interesting. Cause um, same with me, but it actually was one of my friends telling me um, that my um, at the time boyfriend was hitting him up on AOL, you know, that messenger messenger. Thing. Yes. So he called me over to his house and then was like, come look. And I'm looking, I'm like, you know, my heart started beating. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ooh, <sighs> was it true? Another one bites the dust. <laughs> it was actually true, Devin. It was true. Hmm. Yeah, How did you, did you confront him or? Yep. The, I still remember his username. It was um, Crenshaw32, 323, 323. Yeah, Crenshaw323. I was like, oh, let me scroll up real quick. Oh. And he didn't really, <laughs> my friend didn't know because they, I had just met him. So they never got introduced. So they never mm-hmm. really saw each other. But then when that happened, I was just like, ah. Done gotta go yeah mm-hmm. that's um, too much so you know in a Porsche situation so say if they are friends right is there a time limit where it would be acceptable for you to date um someone's ex no ma'am I mean no sir sorry <laughs> no 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 Absolutely not. And I didn't mean any fun. I wasn't trying to be funny calling you ma'am. It's just, okay. No, there's absolutely, Mm -hmm. I don't care how many years go by. Mm -hmm. If you once dealt with somebody I'm friends with, Mm -hmm. that's that. And and I'm going to tell y'all a quick story. I have a, I'm not going to say her name, but if she's listening, she's going to know who I'm talking about. Um, She had, and this was recently too. She had (laughs) asked me to come to her house because (laughs) There was, she was like, oh, there's this guy that, you know, I dealt with in that way, intimately. And she was like, but um, he's always said that he wants to have a black girl for a girlfriend. And so she was like, I think you guys will be good together. And I was like, uh, ma'am, uh, <laughs> I don't do that. Like, that's just not what I do. Like, I just, and she told me ahead of time. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm cool being friends with your friend, but there, it would never be that because number one, you already went there. 
So she was like, okay, cool. So we get to her house. She made, she went and picked up dinner, right? So she was like, I'm gonna leave you guys here. So me and him were like, eh. Okay. She left <laughs> in us in her apartment, went to go pick up the food. So he's like, so <laughs> so we start like small talking about nothing. Really nice guy. He was cute too, but I didn't really care about that because actually at the time I was dealing with somebody that's number one. And I don't cheat. I just don't. Number two, even if I wasn't with somebody, you were with him. Mm -hmm. So then she comes back and she was like, so how did everything go? And he was like, go with what? And so she was like, oh, and I was like, where's the plates at? Let me, can I help? Because I'm, I'm feeling awkward at this point. So I'm helping her get stuff out. We eat dinner, we get done, we start listening to music, we chilling. So it's just me, her, and him, right? So then I'm like, okay, well, it's getting late. I'm getting ready to go. Because I could tell, you know, I read energy. And so I'm watching him watch her. So I already know what's going down, right? Mm-hmm. We, we had a couple libations. And, you know, I could tell that, okay. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go home. And I, like I said, I'm living with my boyfriend at the time anyway. And I don't want to be out too late. So um, so she was like, okay, so-and-so walk her to her car. And so I was like, no, no, no. I'm okay. My car is like right down. No, no, no. Your car down the street. He needs to walk you. So when we get outside, you know me, y- y'all know me. So I was like, I got it. You don't have yeah. to. <laughs> I'm not really too sure what she's trying to do. So I okay. him, and I was like, look, you cool and everything. And I have no issue with you, but you need to tell so-and-so like, I already know you guys' history. I appreciate you walking in my car. And then he was like, so this is very awkward for me right now. <laughs> and I was like, I don't mean for it to be awkward, but I'm going to say like, this is just who I am. I just say what it is. And so, you know, and he was like, I, I was walking you out because she asked me to, but you already know what I'm about to go do. I said, which is why I was leaving. And then we laughed and dapped it up. <laughs> Get yours, my player. Da, da, da. You know, and we went about our way, but yeah, no, I don't. Mm-mm. No, none of that. None. Okay. Let me, can I that. ask you a question on that, um, Marcy, if you don't mind? Do you think that was a test? Um, it possibly could be now that you say that. Maybe it was because she had expressed to me how she really felt about this dude. And I really like him, but I don't think he likes me like that. I think I'm just there for pleasure, if you get what I'm saying. And and I was like, well, you know, you should tell him how you feel, how long has this been going? And it had been going on for like, I think she said five or six years. So, yeah. And so, and and straight up, he was fine, like super fine. But um, I didn't, I didn't, I, I could see that, but I couldn't see that if you get what I'm saying. Like it didn't matter that he was that good looking because there wasn't going to go anywhere anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but it could have been a test now that you say that it could have been a test because in fact, you're probably right. Because now that I'm thinking about it, she texted me like a day later, because I'm sure they was busy. And she was like, um, I really appreciate you. Um, so-and-so told me what you said, you know, when he walked me to my car, like that wasn't going, you know, and she was like, I love you so much. Thank you for being a real one. And that was kind of like, that was that. And, you know, that's still my girl and we moved on, but yeah, it may have been, it may have been, Mm -hmm. and I don't have time for the games. Right. 
Is that a part of like girl code where you guys test each other to see? I don't test anybody. Loyalty. I don't do that. I've done that back in the day because of of what I felt within my energy about a person. It wasn't a test like that, but it was like I don't feel like I can trust that I can tell this person secrets and it stays with them. And I, I, I when I did it. It, it just showed me that, okay, what I'm feeling is correct. So I don't ever have to do that again. And that's the only reason why I did. This was when I was very young though. Mm-hmm. So anytime I feel like that, you, you won't know anything about me in that way. That's why one of my ex-boyfriends, he didn't know, he would not get information out of me because I didn't trust him in that way. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Cause I, I think like maybe younger you, you want to feel secure in your friendships, knowing that like, okay, this person really do have my back or whatnot. Um, I did experience a few situations where I thought like, dang, you went against code. Like, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. And, mm-hmm. you know, researching this topic, it's kind of funny because it's so many different things about it. Cause that used to be an MTV show. Um, but in real life, like we really try to abide by these rules and we are the type of people that are, you know, pretty solid where if we see someone, we acknowledge their worth, like mm-hmm. not afraid to give a compliment. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are, you know, hesitant about it for whatever reason, or they do it in that like nasty way where they're like, they know they don't like it, but they're going to say they like it you know, and laugh about it later, you know, in their head, like real mean girl, mean boy style, you know what I'm saying? Um, But when you do give somebody a compliment, you know, you feel better. That person now is like rising higher because you just, you know, elevated them and you should feel the same way because you see the smile that that person had on their face when you did acknowledge that, you know? So we really have to start talking to each other and letting each other know like, hey, I I go by these particular set of rules, you know what I mean? Like to avoid those type of situations. Cause another one that um, stood out was supporting your friend's businesses. And um, that's like general code that you should do these type of things. But then when somebody doesn't, does that mean that they're not your friend or does that mean they just don't know how to support you? Like with our podcast. Like, you know, I think that I don't think that it's not because they're not my friend. I think it's because maybe what I know this sounds is going to sound bad, but it doesn't interest and it should like because I know for me, like I would support my friend, like if I would, if you know, I would try to the best I could. Mm-hmm. But um, if it's something that, that doesn't interest you or you don't, you know, that's not your style or something like that, you know, you may buy, maybe buy one item or something like that from them or listen to one and it's like, okay, you know, whatever. It could be like that too, but that doesn't mean that they're not your friend. Right. Cause it, um, there were people that were sharing, you know, the podcast that I would have considered associates, you know what I mean? And when they shared it, it just made me uh-huh. look at them in a different way. I didn't ask. Um, so the support of that, is important and i think if any of my friends had something going on like when we did our photo shoot um we found out well i found out greg was interested in pursuing photography so immediately what did we do 
try to promote him, get him out there. Hey, he mm-hmm. did this, you know, just sharing mm-hmm. his name, tagging his name into things. That's how you mm-hmm. abide by these unwritten rules and you keep the society, like we would say, like vibrating high, like you don't want to mm-hmm. do wrong to somebody because like Tracy just mentioned, we're love, we're created in love. Um and I thought what she did um, as far as dating Fallon's or engaging um, with Fallon's husband was conniving, money hungry, um, and kind of low down to just be honest. And it made me stop and think like, damn, do we have to, what I was saying is kind of like tell people like, hey, this is, these are the rules we got to follow. Like you do something off this rule, then off with your head. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I again I still I don't feel like I should have to tell somebody rules for myself you being my friend it's just we learn each other as we go and if you know because people connect like we all connect we don't have to tell each other you don't do this it's just something that we are we don't do that you know what I mean so I don't feel like I have to tell somebody the rules yeah, I wouldn't want to. I just would hope that. And I guess this is the part where you just keep on living because you expect people to do certain things. And I think when you do expect people to do things and they do the opposite of what you expect or what you would do, you tend to get hurt more. You know what I mean? Um, and maybe mm-hmm. that's why people don't really open their circle up so much to invite new people into their friendships, because like you said, Tracy, you got to get to know them and learn them and figure out, you know, what their moves are. But I did want to bring that to y'all attention and talk about it because it blew my mind. Um, but again, until we're all equally balanced, you can catch me next week on the pause. Physics with Mercy. Peace and love, everyone. Peace and love. So this week on Metaphysics with Marcy, before I even get started, I'm going to ask you all, my loyal listeners, to really think outside the box, okay? So let's do this. I want you to take a moment and close your eyes, okay? And I want you to tell yourself for the moment, I'm going to set aside what I've been taught and I'm going to keep an open mind to this segment, if just for educational purposes. Okay, take a deep breath in and uh, sigh it out. Okay, so today's topic, we're going to talk about life after death. Does it exist? And so where this is coming from is because I recently had an uncle of mine pass away. And in talking to my mother, she was very close with her brother. And um, she's very hurt. Like she told me, I'm heartbroken. And I started talking to her about my belief system coming from a light worker's point of view. Okay. So do you guys know what a light worker is? I have no idea. Okay. So a light, a light worker, I'm going to read you the definition from Google and then I'm just going to tell you in layman's terms. So from Google, a light worker and light beings are collective terms for the group of souls that have incarnated on earth during this time to help the planet transition onto a new level of awareness and into a new reality. Okay. So in a nutshell, we're here to help focus you whomever on improving yourselves and being the best possible people and souls. 
whether it be through meditation, whether it be through Reiki, whether it be through just talking to somebody, like we are doing the work of the universe and helping you be a better person. We, we typically think outside the box. Um, we are not people that you will find, um, are confined to one way of thinking and this is what it is. And that's it from a religious standpoint, people typically are placed inside of a box in my belief and that they believe whatever their holy book says. So back to my mother, I was trying to comfort her and I was telling her that, you know, he's still here with you and that his body physically is not here, but he still is. The body's just a vehicle, transporting your soul. It's what's inside of people, it's beauty to be So that clip that you just heard, you guys, that's Damian Marley, Bob Marley's youngest son. And what he said was, your body is just a vehicle transporting your soul. It's what's inside of people that's beauty to behold. So basically what he's telling you there is that we are not these bodies. This is what we have been giving to walk this plane of existence, which is known as our earthly existence, 3D, this, this existence that we've been giving. Once we pass our forms or transition, our soul, to my belief, tends to move on. But I'm going to talk to you guys right now about what some of the religions say, okay? So there's, I'm going to talk about, there's a ton of religions, but I'm going to talk about eight today, okay? And I'm just going to go through them real quick. So in the Bible, it says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Now, that's from the King James Version, Genesis 2, verses 7. Another Bible translation says, and man became a living being. So that's from the NIV version. So what it's saying is God did not put a soul into man. He formed the body from the dust of the ground. And then he breathed life, into, giving him spirit into his lifeless body. And the result was a soul or a living being, okay? When a person dies, the reverse takes place. The breath of life departs from the body and the soul no longer exists. That's what the Bible says. The dust returns to the ground it came from and the spirit, sorry, I lost my place. The dust returns from the ground it came from and the spirit returns to God who gave it. And that's Ecclesiastes 12 verses seven in the new IV Bible. So basically it's not talking about you go on and live. It's saying you go back to the earth and then that's that. Okay. So if souls existed as separate entities that lived on after we died, that would mean we have immortality. However, the Bible says human beings do not have immortality. Only God is immortal as stated in Timothy 6, verses 15 and 16, first Timothy verses 15 and 16. To keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which God will bring about in his own time, God, the blessed and the only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see, to him be honor and might forever. Amen. So I'm telling you all this to show you that in scripture, it's basically saying that the only immortal being is the most high, God. We as human beings, even though we were, have been given the breath of life, once the breath of life has been taken from us, 
that's that. But we, you know, we wait for Jesus to come back. We, well, I shouldn't even say that. We go to heaven. We go to this place called hell based on how we chose to live our life while we're here. That's in the Christianity religion. Okay. And like I said, I'm going to talk about eight. That was the first. So we're going to talk about Hinduism, Buddhism, Mormonism, Scientology, Judaism, and Islam. So Hinduism and Buddhism, both of these religions believe in life after death, that there is such a thing as reincarnation, meaning that your body is just what I said earlier. It's just a vehicle transporting your soul along this plane of existence. And once this body is no longer of use, you now depart from this body and you become a spirit or your soul is free. Right now we're trapped in these bodies and we're trapped in these bodies to learn lessons. So that way, when we come to the next life, we know, okay, that life, I went through this. I'm going to remember that. So I don't have to go through it again. And I'm going to learn something else in this life. That's what Hinduism and Buddhism believe along with other things, but we're talking about life after death specifically. Okay. Christianity, Mormonism and Catholicism all believe that there is a heaven and that there is a hell. So basically those who are good people and live by God's words will go to heaven. And those who live, you know, a questionable life or do things against what's in their holy books, they're going to go to the fiery pits of hell. And that's where they'll suffer for the rest of their eternity. Okay. <laughs> Catholics though, they have a loophole in theirs. Okay. And they also believe a in a place, a loophole. <laughs> they have a place called purgatory. Purgatory is a place of temporary punishment for those who haven't confessed their sins. So, as you know, Catholics, they have confession. Is that what they call? Is it called confession? Where they have to go in, forgive me, Father, if I have sinned. Okay. So if you don't do that on a regular, you're banned to purgatory. That's how that's what they believe. Okay. Any questions so far, you guys? Am I being clear? Yeah, you're being clear, but I wanted to point this out before you get to the next one. So purgatory in my head, it's also like when you said our body is a vessel, right? And we're supposed mm-hmm. to learn certain things while we're here on earth, mm-hmm. this physical form, right? So mm-hmm. when you don't learn everything, you pretty much are going to be in purgatory, just like in this space. space. You don't if you believe in like Hindu or Buddhism, Buddhism, or you're just spiritual in general, AKA myself, right? Um, you don't get to transform to the, your soul don't get to go to the next part. Is that what I'm gathering? Yes, because to them, there is you no purgatory. Go oh, ahead. Sorry. No, 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 go, like go, go. still got work to do, right? Come on with the, come on, Devin. So then, yes. sorry, it's all coming to me right now. So I got to spit it out. Then, it's almost like the ancestor thing I was telling you about. So I can pull from these people and then maybe that'll help them then get to their next point. Hello. 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 Okay. (laughs) And he's speaking straight from spirit. Mm -hmm. That is the spirit. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Sorry. You got me excited over here. (laughs) I didn't know the name of it. Cause I, you know, you, you go ahead. So the next one we're going to talk about is Scientology. Mm. <sighs> Which Scientology- is, it's totally different. Interesting. Yes. Did, did you look at the shows? Oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Scientology and the aftermath. Once I started watching that show with Leah Remini, I was like, wait. And it got me to start reading. And then I watched another one called um 
it'll come to me before the show's over. I'll let you guys know because it's on the tip of my tongue. But um, it's very um, going clear. That's what it's called. Going clear. Um, Scientology interested me because not that I wanted to be a part of it, but because it's prevalent out here in Southern California. You see them all over the place. So there's one up the street from my apartment. Right. I think you told me that. Yeah. So I wanted mm-hmm. to know what they were about. So when Leah Remini came out with um, Scientology in the aftermath, I started watching her show and I was mortified of the things I found out. Um, so Scientologists, they believe that your soul, which is called a Satan, is reincarnated over and over again, bouncing from one life to the next. And it's billions of years old. When a Scientologist dies, there's no hoops to jump through like with Christianity or Christian-based religions, I should say. And there's no judgment. It's just you die and then you pop up in another life. Hmm. So um, what I've ended up finding out, though, is that in Scientology, like their God ends up being some like alien type dude that you spend all this. They don't talk about him until the like you've spent your life savings and you've traveled up the ranks of Scientology. And then once you get to the very height and you've spent half a million dollars, now they want to tell you that this person you've been trying to get to is some alien who is in charge of the spaceship. And it just sounds like a movie of some sort. Oh, that's weird. Cause I didn't, you, I remember you telling me about that show, the aftermath. Yeah. Um, and I never finished watching it. I I, I just didn't. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hear about that part because I didn't get yeah. that. Yeah. Because I know it's almost like Bible study in a way. Yeah. You're paying almost monthly and you mm-hmm. get these books back and you mm-hmm. read the books yourself and you have somebody that's like your sponsor, basically, mm-hmm. quizzing mm-hmm. you and telling you what you should and shouldn't do. And I wonder if you be if you can become a Thetanist or Thetan um, if you didn't pay your dues. Uh-uh. that whip. I mean, basically, because basically what happens in that religion is it is very monetarily based. It's based on money. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps them going. And they are huge, huge. Huge, 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 huge. Um, Now, that's not to say that some of the things in that religion are not truth because they are. But that's with anything. There's truth in everything. Mm -hmm. But there's also deception in a lot of things, too. But you have to be woke enough to see it. Mm -hmm. So my point in talking about Scientology was saying that they don't really have a belief system as far as heaven or hell. It's just that you transition and then you do it again. And I suspect they say that so they can keep getting your money. That's just my take on it, because I I read that, let's say you there's 50 books just for the sake of talking. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get to the 12th book and then they say, oh, you know what? We changed the eighth book. There's something in it that's been changed. So now you got to go back down the ladder and redo those last four courses because this has changed. You that's how they get your money. Notes. You yeah. know what that reminds me of, Marcy? 1984. In what way? <clears throat> there is a part where they talk about um, they have to change because they change the histories of the books 
consistently. They start yeah. taking out stuff and they burn it and they rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite. That's what exactly what it reminds me of. Sound like See? the Bible to me. <laughs> all these different versions, though. Think about all the versions that are out there now. Yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of different versions, and there's there's books that have not even been included that have been right. Taken. Yep, right. Don't so, admit no chapters. I want all of it. Tell me. All of them. <laughs> All why why the, can't I see these ones? The lost the books scrolls, of the Bible. All the scrolls. Right. <laughs> all of them. That's a Celestine prophecy reference, y'all. Go mm-hmm. watch the movie. Um, so in Judaism, we're going to talk about the Jewish people. Judaism is a little different than other religions in that there is no concept of the afterlife. In fact, their holy book, the Torah, doesn't even mention the afterlife at all leaving much of what happens up to you, like your personal interpretation. They don't tell you you're banished to heaven. They don't tell you you're banished to hell. And most Jewish people, the greatest emphasis is on life itself and just being a good person. Mm-hmm. Really, that's what their emphasis is on. But for some reason, I don't know why the Jewish people get a bad name for themselves because every Jewish person I've ever come across has been a stellar human being. Shout out my girl, Marla. Stellar. Hi, stellar. Hey, Marla. And she- and and she in fact she practices both Christianity and and Judaism. She's both because she's that open. She was uh-huh. raised Jewish, but her children were raised Christian, oh. and so she's let them see both sides, which I think is fair. That's a that's a good that's idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So were that's you going to ask a question, Devin? I was going to say I thought they had to convert. They wouldn't allow you know. She's very open though, so she's like. Which is, and I, yeah, that being that way and not saying anything is wrong, but you mm-hmm. know, also being open is going to help change the world. So, yes, yes. Now, <clears throat> I have a friend that she's Jew, she's Jewish, but I don't think they practiced it that way. But mm-hmm. like you said, stellar, her family, because mm-hmm. I've known her since I was like young, I was like their daughter. And mm-hmm. so, you said there's pictures of me in the family with mm-hmm. the family and it's like I'm the I'm the daughter and mm-hmm. like I remember we would go places and they would be looking like her dad would be looking for me it's like oh my I'm looking for my daughter you know tell my tell my daughter I'm over here so when I come and they go they look at me because of course right. you're the daughter right but they are they that that's like my other family like you mm-hmm. know what I mean and it, they will always be my other family real mm-hmm. really cool people really cool people so <clears throat> Um, I shout them. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Oh, no, I said I shout them out. The cursing. Oh, I shout okay. Them. I was going to say that. Name. You said something in um, the language. Me too. That's why I was like. <laughs> I was like, yes, shalom. <laughs> right, shalom. shalom. <laughs> and lastly, we're going to speak about Islam. Wait, could we go back? Sorry. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Could we talk about how they're not necessarily saying um, if you do bad, you're going to go here. If you do good, you're going to go here. Could we elaborate on that? How they're giving them the option to freely think about what you do on earth. Mm -hmm. And that would, of course, represent where you go if you believe in the afterlife or not. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty cool because I know certain religious focus on heaven and hell and mm-hmm. a 
oh, you mm-hmm. stepped on the crack now and you're going to hell. And it's like, well, damn, right. you do it on purpose. You know what I mean? Right. 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 No, Jew- Jewish people, they leave it up to your interpretation, how you take the Torah. So mm-hmm. the Torah, for those that don't know, is their religious book. And a lot of it is the Old Testament of the Bible, for those that didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's actually a very, very good read, the Torah. I mean, um, one of my exes gifted me um, a Torah, which I ended up gifting back to him because he really wanted one and he, he wanted it, but he gave it to me. And because he wanted it so bad, I gave it back to him. Mm-hmm. And in me reading mm-hmm. a little bit about it, it is very non-judgmental. And a lot of the text, um, you know, there's, you know, stories and things like that, but it's, and which is in all holy books, but it's all like, a middle of the road, if you will. It's not, if you don't do this, you're going to hell and you need to do this or that. It's just, this is what it is and be a good person basically. And, and I, I believe that. And actually the Buddhists believe that too. Like the middle path, don't be too trumped up. Don't be too sad. Something great happens. That's great, but don't be too excited about it because just as excited as you are, you can get knocked back down to zero. And just, just because you have something bad happen don't be depressed because just as bad as that's going something great can happen tomorrow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so buddhists believe take the middle path so lastly islam so islam they believe the last day of judgment allah will resurrect everyone who has died and at that point they will be judged and sent to either paradise or hell they gotta wait those <laughs> i mean <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. That, the first thing I thought about was like, you know, people passed mm-hmm. for a while. Well, so it says in the purgatory. Purgatory. <laughs> I love it. I love uh-huh. Devin. Okay. Go ahead. Um, those who die believing that there is no true God but the one God Allah and the Prophet Muhammad is the one true messenger of God, peace and blessings be upon him will be held in very high graces and will be guaranteed a beautiful eternity. Mm-hmm. So that's what Islam believes. You have to believe that there's Allah and that the prophet Muhammad is the one true and only prophet, peace and blessings be upon him. And the reason why I keep saying that is because it's respect. In Islam, anytime you mention the prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, you are to say that because he's the one true messenger of the most high. So all of these religions to me, are keeping us in a box and believing if you do this, you will go here. Mm -hmm. If you don't do this, you're going to go there. That is a form of control to me. You do not have free will because you're afraid that if you do your own free will, what you feel is right, you're going to go to hell. Or, you know, you may be thinking that doing this is right, but in the eyes of the religion, it's bad. And so because in the eyes of the religion, it's bad, you now have sinned. And because you have sinned, and if you keep on this path, you're going to go to hell. Unless you ask for forgiveness, then you're going to go to heaven. So this is what most religion religions preach and teach. And a spiritual path as a light worker, what I have, have chosen to do with my life, I choose not to be in that box. And what I would like to impress upon all of you is that after death, 
to maybe bring some ease into your life, just know, and this is just Marcy speaking, I don't know this to be a fact because I have not transitioned. I only know based on my readings and what I feel deep, deep, deep within my soul and what I truly, truly believe based on the things I've read and the things I've heard and the things I've seen and felt myself, that energy does not die. Your soul is what's actuating your body. So imagine a perfect way, and I like to tell this to my students, a perfect example of this is your car. You have a car. Your car is your body. You getting inside that car is your soul. You driving the car, you're stopping, you're going. You are telling that car where to go. The car is not telling it where to go. Your soul is actuating your body. So what happens when your car gets in a car accident and it's all crumpled up? Does you inside of the car die necessarily? I mean, there's car accidents where it does happen, but there's times like I have a fender bender on my car right now. I didn't die. I, I kept going. And that's how I truly believe we live as humans. I believe this is just our shell, just as Damian Marley said. And I believe we are put here for lessons. And I believe that once we do transition from these bodies, that our souls cannot die. I do believe that we are immortal. Because the same way we came from the Most High who is immortal, why wouldn't we be? That's not to say we are greater. We are not greater than. We're not, I'm not saying that. For those listening, I am not saying that. There is only one creator, and that is not Marcy, that is not Devin, and that is not Tracy. However, we are children of the creator. So we come from him, just like we have parts of our mother and father in us. We have parts of the creator in us as well within us. So if the most high is immortal to me, I believe we're immortal as well. So when your loved one passes away, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are dead. That shell that carried around this plane is dead. You will still, you may still smell them. You may still feel their presence. You may still have a thought of something that they said that's powerful. You may see a shadow of their silhouette. And I'm not saying any of this to be scary. This is not what I'm trying to tell you guys at all. What I'm telling you is this is things that I have seen happen. And some of you may have seen these things happen too and wondered like, you know, my granny just passed away, but I smelled her perfume. How is that? She was coming to check on you to make sure you were okay. Mm -hmm. That's all that was because yes, her shell of her is no longer here, but that soul, that soul remains. Watching over you. Yep. Period. They will, they will do all kinds of stuff. Like you can see like with my, with my grandmother, one of my grandmothers, which is my mom's mom. When I see a white butterfly, I know that's her saying Mm -hmm. hi or just letting her know that she letting me know that she's around. Mm -hmm. So that might bring some of you some peace to know that like Tracy said, She knows her grandmother's okay because she sees that white butterfly. My dad will speak about his little brother who lived with us who passed away. If he sees a hummingbird in his backyard, he knows that's my uncle. So take solace in knowing that your loved ones are still around you and not in a scary way. And as a matter of fact, if there was something to be presented to you, most times you're not going to feel scared. You're going to be at super peace, even more peace than you are just right now sitting around doing whatever you're doing right now. A, a super level of peace is going to come over you because that energy is with you. 
So take solace in knowing they may not physically be here where you can call them and say, hey, how you doing? But you can definitely speak to them and they might come to you in your dreams. A lot of times they will come to you in your dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they'll come to you in your dreams. And take note, be conscious about that. Not woke, conscious about that. Listen to two episodes ago, you'll catch that. <laughs> we fear the because unknown. They may be- be- Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say because they will in the dreams when you say pay attention to the dreams because they will they are telling you something. Maybe there's something that you need to know that's getting ready to take place and they want you to know it. So mm-hmm. if you can you know kind of like I don't know decipher the dream, you know, don't think too hard on it, but you know, you'll understand it sometimes as as time goes on. Sometimes you mm-hmm. won't know what it is at that moment, but as time goes on you'll get it. Mm-hmm. And this also takes me back to Devin's ancestor altar. You can get mm-hmm. into in contact with them through an altar as well. Now, mind you, you know, it's not going to be all, I don't want, I really don't want to scare anybody or make anybody nervous because some okay. people will be like, what are you telling me? Like, I'm going to have ghosts in my house. Yeah, no, no lightning is going to strike. No, it's not the that. Table is not going to move. It's just you being open to the fact yes. that you have people kind of when I say waiting for you there in this pregatory mode that they have a job to complete. So they're kind of waiting for you to call on them. Yes. You said it perfect. You to where you want to be in your life. And then mm-hmm. that'll help them get to their next stage in their spirits. Life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right on. Devin. Devin, I, yeah. did you watch did you watch the Celestine prophecy yet? Oh no, I haven't watched that yet. Okay. Marcy, remember when you called me and asked me about the souls? Mm-hmm. He's, that's exactly what he's talking about. He's talking the about soul, mm-hmm, where they mm-hmm. come and help you. Yeah. There's there's so many things that are here for us, but we fear the unknown beyond death because myth, superstition. And theological manipulation combined to powerfully manipulate us and mm-hmm. intimidate us. So I ask all of you to put down some of the things that you may have been taught and actually just open your mind to other things. Whether mm-hmm. you agree or disagree, it's all education. Accept all information that's being brought to you. And that's all I have for this week's Metaphysics with Marcy. Do you guys have any questions for me? No, that was perfect. I thought that was good. It was okay. Good. <laughs> well, then, with that, I'm going to say peace. What's on your radar? What's on my radar? 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 What's on your radar? So, what's on my radar is water. Agua. <laughs> Agua. All oh, I have been my doing. My favorite thing. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I think I told you guys a couple weeks ago that I stopped drinking soda. Soda was my everyday thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, so I should say it's two part. It's skincare and water. Mm-hmm. With the skincare, I read everything I've been reading is drink a lot of water. And if any of you were to see Tracy, 
you would not think she's the age she is because of how youthful she looks because of how much water this girl drinks. <laughs> she drinks so much water, not a wrinkle on her face, not a spot, not a knit of nothing. And I attribute it to her bougie water, which I have not graduated to yet, <laughs> which I, what is it, Tracy? Oxygenated water that you drink, love? I don't, I, it's, sometimes I drink <laughs> oxygenated water. Okay. But it's, it's alkaline water too, but it has oxygen in it. Okay. But so there is I'm trying to oxygenate it. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I'm trying to get to where Tracy is and I'm trying to look youthful. I told you I'm about to do my 47th revolution around the sun. I don't want to look that. So water <laughs> has been on my radar. I've been drinking and I've been doing a nine and a half pH balance alkaline water. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been doing detox water. So I've been doing like frozen fruit and just putting it in my water and then just drinking, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that's doing anything, but I'd like to think it's doing something, but that's what's on my radar. Agua. And can I add something to that? Mm -hmm. People, seriously, it's how you drink the water too. I suggest do not guzzle it down, sip it down, like sip on it. Because what happens is, and I think I probably said this before, but I'm not sure it absorbs into the body better and it helps hydrate the body better. So when you're Mm -hmm. guzzling it down, it goes through. If you guzzle water, you'll notice that you go to the bathroom way more frequently. But if you start drinking water a lot anyway, it's like you, you go to the bathroom a lot at first, but when you sip on it and you know what, you know, taking little sips, it's, it's going to absorb better. That's all I want you guys to know. So it's how you drink your water as well. Okay. Thank you. What about you, Tracy? Oh, me? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all forgive us. We've got this big rotation so messed up. So who next? Okay. Go, go, go. Who's next? (laughs) Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) Okay, what's on my radar? I'm going to tell y'all what's on my radar. (laughs) I was thinking about, you know, things that are going on on this planet right now. And like I said, it's just a transition. But I was thinking about budget and like how much would you, can you eat for a week off of $25? Like take $25, go shopping. And I'm saying three meals, talking about three meals. If you can, you budget yourself to eat three meals a day for one week off of twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Then I'm gonna pose a challenge to you guys. Okay. Tracy and her challenges. <laughs> <laughs> so, but here's the problem with the challenge. I just went grocery shopping today, so it's not fair because I spent you know the money I spent for grocery shopping. So let's do the challenge next week. Where we, you know, for that week, we can only spend $25 and we can share what we bought for that week and um, see if we can, you know, how we do. I'm with that. This is lunch, lunch, dinner and breakfast, if you like breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. See, for me, though, it's I have a lot of like I do protein shake. And then I have lunch and then, so, you know, it, it, it might be a little, 
it depends on what you do. Cause the, the most expensive stuff for me is the veggies and stuff. Okay. So, but go ahead. That that's. So let's try it <laughs> next week. Let's, let's do it. Well, what's on my radar? Hmm. <laughs> uh oh. You guys guess who's back? Who's the male Moesha? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not Ooh. yet. But the queen is back. The Nicki queen. Minaj. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's been certain things I wanted to send you, but I'm like, dang, he's not on IG right now. So ain't, yeah. but I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they chirped me on my bat phone. I said, okay, what's, what's popping? Not the bat phone. I'm done. But no, I thought it was pretty cool. So what happened was this past Friday, she released or re-released um, her mixtape from 2009. Now, this right. mixtape is like huge in rap world. Um it kind of like really catapulted her into like mm-hmm. her career now. Um, and she added three new songs to the original. So she has um, Fractions, Crocodile Teeth, which gives you like this reggae kind of um, Caribbean vibe. And it's a mm-hmm. huge Caribbean artist. I think that's on it. I can't think of his name right now. My apologies. And then um, she has Seeing Green with Drake and um, Lil Wayne. I've been working out to the song. I used to work out to Be Me Up, Scotty. That's the name of the mixtape um, some years ago. But it's all on um, every streaming platform now. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I just heard someone mention that they want artists to kind of like um, make videos for songs that were like on their older albums and kind of mm-hmm. like bring that back to life instead of remaking mm-hmm. television shows. Let's remake mm-hmm videos or whatnot and i was like oh that's pretty clever and then bam friday comes and she re-releases her mixtape so i thought that was pretty cool so that was what's been on my radar um yeah thank you again for joining us this week on two beavers and a gemini the podcast but anyway you guys can reach us at 2lg the podcast at gmail.com with the number two you can also reach us on Two Libras in a Gemini, the podcast on Facebook, and Two Libras in a Gemini on IG. Perfect. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye, y'all. Oh, my God.